What's up, Pete? It is Drake Bell here, and I just wanted to wish you a happy 24th birthday. Um, I know that you uh, you covered the Drake and Josh theme song a while back, and I retweeted you. That was very dope. Um, super cool. Uh, anyway, keep rocking, and uh, happy 24th. Yes, hello, you're very welcome to episode 9 of Higher Fidelity. Uh, that, at the top there, was Drake Bell. Uh, unmistakably him. But we're going to get to that in a second. We're going to talk about why he was here in a second as well. Uh, but first of all, listen to this audio quality. Isn't this amazing? Doesn't this sound fantastic? Yes, yeah, so we have been emotionally investing in this podcast for months and decided to finally financially invest. Uh, up until this point, we'd just been sitting around the one condenser mic sort of chatting away and the audio levels were startlingly erratic, uh, as reports we've heard from other people. Uh, but now we've gone from sonically pissing into the wind and getting wee on our trousers to sitting on a throne crafted from the finest porcelain with a seat hewn from the smoothest alabaster with a ball cock with Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, it's myself, it's Evan. Yes, hello. And it's Ross. Hello. So back at the top of the, of the episode, you heard Drake Bell wishing me, correctly wishing me a happy 24th birthday. Our association with Drake Bell goes back quite a way and not just from watching the TV show. Mm. And it's time we gave you the full and frank, the dull and Drake expose on Drake Bell. This is the timeline. February 2018, Cologne. We're touring Europe. Uh, the Stripes are. The band we used to be in. Enough said. In about a giddiness at about three in the morning on the tour bus, we filmed ourselves playing the Drake and Josh theme song, put it up online, put it to bed and put ourselves to bed. We woke up the next morning to find that Drake Bell had retweeted the video and we lost our minds. Three days later in Berlin, he follows us back. What we had regained of our minds was promptly lost again. Four weeks later, we're touring America. We're in New York playing a sold-out Mercury Lounge show. We decide, apropos of not much at all, to message Drake Bell and say, hey, we're playing a show tonight, do you want to come along? He got back and said, yeah, and we lost everyone else's minds for them. An hour before the show, he sends us a message saying, I've lost my wallet, I have no ID, and won't be able to get in, soz. And reality caves our skulls in once again. Very disappointing, very disappointing. But he has reclaimed himself and he's regained ground with me by sending me that video, which came as a courtesy from our good friends, Sloan and Felix Lenz, who are with us today on the podcast. Say hello. 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 So we've got Felix. Hey, I'm Felix. And Sloan. Hi, Sloan here. And as we've already established, we've got my good friend Evan. All right. And my friend, uh, Ross. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, so Sloan and Felix got me that off Cameo, which is a website that offers uh, unlimited access to very limited celebrities. And we had a quick look through it yesterday. Uh, who else did we find? Lou Ferrigno, very excited. did, yes. And Kyle Massey. Kyle Massey. Yeah. If you pay the right price, they will do anything you want. <laughs> David Henry. Yes. <laughs> we've, just, we've talked about my hatred <laughs> for David say, Henry. Uh, David DeLuise. Yes. The dad from Wizard yeah. of Who we found out has nudes leaked, correct? <sighs> yes. <laughs> oh, we all know. And who else do we find? Uh, uh, I was going to say Mink DeVille. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of the Ramones? No, oh, no. Marky Ramone. No, but yeah. I Mink DeVille, no. When I said Mink DeVille, I thought of the exact person who isn't Mink DeVille, who is... Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> the main focus of this episode is... Sloan and Felix Lenz. Uh, fuzzy merchants of crusty business from all the way over in Austin, Texas. It's a red, a red letter day here. First guest, new mics, different room of the house. Ooh. Snow outside. Yeah. So yeah. Honored. We are honored to be <laughs> the first guest. With a U, yeah, because we're in Europe. You're in Europe. Honored. Yeah, exactly. uh, Europe as well is the most you orientated sounding continent as well. Yeah. In Europe. Sounds like there's yeah. about seven U's in it. <laughs> uh, when actually in reality there's 64 million U's. Uh, that's the population of oh, Europe. That's cute. Explain a bit about yourself. So how do we, how do we know you? Uh, we were playing the High Watt Room in Nashville in 2014. Correct. Yes. And we were outside waiting to get in and you just walked. We, we were walking by. Walk. We had parked. We were hungry. We're, we yeah. were planning to come to your show later that day. Lost and looking for a restaurant. I think y'all were in the same position. Yeah. yeah. Our dad, I think, is maybe the one who bridged the gap and was he like, did. I remember Do you want to go? Wearing a fine hat that day. He yeah. was, yes. He was all about fine hats at that time. We were just on the tarmac uh, beside the venue and 
this lad just walked up and the trees were standing about 10 feet away and they just sort of said, yeah, we're kind of looking for food. And we went, oh, okay. We At this point, you hadn't said, hey, we're coming to the show tonight. Yeah. We just yeah, thought, yeah. these are some friendly Americans that are going to bring <laughs> us to a place they know to eat. Yeah. But yeah, you just walked right into our lives and haven't left, pretty much. <laughs> Anytime we went back to the States, you'd be there. Uh, yes. And on our, on our last tour, you actually came on the tour with us for about three weeks. Correct. And sold our merch, just generally kept kept the vibes mm. positive. Well, that's fine. <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, starting at Cypress West and ending in... It was just before we went Boston. to Toronto. Where was it? it was it Boston? Boston. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Boston was the last one because we went to Salem right after we left no y'all. Show. We yeah. were like, we have to see Salem if we're already this far <laughs> northeast. Like, yeah. when are we ever going to be over here again? And so we drove back with a cat in the car. But yeah, we went in a convoy across America, which was, which was very fun. It was and good. So yeah, explain a bit. So just give yeah. us a quick rundown of what you do. Yeah, um, so we're in a band uh, called Lord Friday the 13th. Uh, the band is kind of a new thing. That's the most recent thing. Go back, like, yeah. talk about all the other bands and stuff. Yeah. Start at first. the beginning. beginning. Just do your own personal <laughs> anthology and then I will too. Yeah, so um, I'm a designer. I make clothes. I've been sewing since I was about nine years old. And I mostly dress musicians and do stage wear and that kind of a thing. Um, but I have about two runway shows a year and make kind of avant-garde um, clothing. That's kind of my main thing. We also um, make music videos for people. You could animate, can't you? Yeah, Felix can animate. Oh, yes. So my personal life story is not that different from Sloan's, but I'm two years younger, so I guess I got a little bit less life lived, but <laughs> I drew my entire life. I started animating when I was about 11, I animated several music videos for people, some things for myself. I do illustration, poster design, uh, graphic design, and that kind of stuff. I model when people want me to. I'm also in the band that Sloan mentioned as well. But you do other stuff, like, yeah, uh, it's not just that. Yeah. <laughs> you also do other <laughs> yeah. things. It's always, whenever people ask, I'm always like, no, that's the, yeah. the, the, the joke being there that that's a phenomenal amount of stuff to be doing. Oh, thank yeah, you. No, but my life is just a confusing list of tasks that I have to <laughs> I have to look back at Instagram to be like, where was I yesterday? Oh, good. No, and you do a lot, and you've started, yeah, as, as, you, as you said, Lord Friday the 13th. I'd like to think that the exposure to the inner workings of a band uh, that we offer to you. Invaluable <laughs> information. In some, in some way shaped your decision to actually start a band. I mean, we'd wanted to forever, but we never really... We've just been busy with other things. Yeah, we didn't actually set aside time to do it. But yeah, that was an inspiring moment. You know, well, and, and yeah, important. the music definitely would not be where it's at if it weren't for y'all. So really? You then came to Ireland last, was it last June? Uh, yeah. Well, the first May time we came, I think it was two Junes ago, right? Very first, yes it was. Yeah. Right? The first time, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. June 2018. We didn't do any recording then. No, 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 no that was just, yeah, that was that was just June, fun times. The previous June trip in 2019 just came over. You were here for like a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had loads. We were doing loads of stuff, uh, showing you around the place, having great fun, staying up very, very late. Uh, Lord Friday first <laughs> Irish gig. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So you just come over and we backed you for a show. Of course, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, we rehearsed and again we learned to set in maybe like we learned like a full forty minute set in about two days. Yeah, because we're that good. <laughs> Truly, true. we ended up then on the Monday before we went home. We had nothing planned to do. There was a like, terrible weather. We didn't know what yeah. we were going to do, and said, "Oh, do you want to just should we like record a demo?" So we knocked together two tracks. It was Big Mac and... Big Mac and Sally wants a salad. Sally wants a salad. Yeah. Uh, we knocked that out uh, in about six hours. And I yeah. said, great, okay, cool. That was, was good fun. We got that done. Yeah. And then you went home with it and then released it as a single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah un- un- unmastered. <laughs> we went home and we were like, wow, I would love to keep playing shows, but... I don't have a band and like it's just the two of us and And then it just kind of people they wanted to play a song on the radio the Austin local radio and we were like okay cool if you if it sounds okay and they were like yeah it's ready to go you don't need to do anything we're like perfect and the show started coming we eventually pieced together several alternate band members for the positions but we were scrambling we were like literally text everyone we know and we're like please we're <laughs> but i think the demos were instrumental in luring people no, you had, they were singing on them they weren't instrumental so you were singing on them sorry that's <laughs> bad, bad joke oh instrumental oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. they were instrumental but not instrumentals <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i made peace joke again they said it they did the thing where he said it louder and everyone else goes oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> That was a great joke, Ross. Thanks. I think it was good bait for getting people on board to play with us is what I'm yeah. saying. is like, yeah. well, here's what it could sound like. Well, this is the thing. I remember you were talking to us saying, like, we did the recording. We thought, ah, that was, that was a bit of fun. Myself and I had never really, like, produced anyone before. And said, yeah, yeah. it's a bit of crack. Yeah. And then he went over and said, the guy from Fox didn't think that's class. Well, <laughs> <time>. <laughs> you know? Or words to that effect. We couldn't believe it. Literally, everyone, we, like, as soon as we got home, we, like, shared it with a few friends. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Like, just, like, freaking out over it. But, yeah, Sam, Sam Ferentz from Fox didn't, uh 
into it and Gianni from Naked Giants. And it's it's mad. It's, it's just, yeah. again, it's, it just further proves that Evan, myself, and yourself have always been amazing at everything we've ever done. <laughs> we're brilliant. So then the idea was floated of you coming back here. And now you're here at the moment to do your debut album with yes, us. Yes, we are yes. currently yeah. recording. We are on song six now, isn't it? Song six. Yeah, moving on to song seven. Moving yeah. on to song seven of 13 tracks, two of which are already done. So we, yeah. we have we have five days to do 11 songs. Yeah. These were in the country, I think, two hours, and we had already got the rhythm Started track, bass and drums yeah. done yeah. for the first track. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been going incredibly well. But yeah, you're here to do your debut album with us. Why? Okay, um, I'm going to say because all the other options paled in comparison. Honestly, this was like our first choice. We were like, it would be a dream to go to Ireland and like this would be like who we would want to work with. And like, I just feel like y'all get us on a level that a lot of people don't. Molecular, so. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Very honored to be asked on this stuff, yeah. And uh, there's been almost very little hang time because we've been working on a rate of two tracks a day. True. Yes. for about three days now yeah. and uh, but it's going very well we've got a lot of stuff done and yeah I kind of like the, the limitations of uh, uh, for people who don't know Bedrock Studios is our little studio which was Evan's ex-bedroom yes it's perfect <laughs> taking our current geographical situation into account it's upstairs that's where it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> again as I say incredibly incredibly limiting and I feel that's a place where like people thrive well oh yeah totally limitations. too many options is way dangerous yeah. way dangerous that's the name of the album yeah way, way <laughs> dangerous I also love my grammar there of too many options is way, way dangerous Dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Million dangerous. I would say, though, for how... Um, I mean, we've explored a lot of things in that room. Oh, yeah. For being confined. How many... Solos did we have in the last time? Yes, we've been all over the world all musically. We have, we have. We've, mm. we've, we've, we've hit the cornerstones of the entire globe. They don't even have corners. Uh, but yes, we... we Depends the, on who you ask. The framework has been very much, okay, bass and drums, and then two heavily panned fuzz guitars, and then yeah. anything else we can literally put our hands on. As in yesterday's, I ran out home, grabbed any instruments I could find, as in we had the tin whistle, chromatic harmonica, we got a banjo, we had a trumpet. Uh, and this was the thing, again, we, we did this, the solos were like, who can't play this instrument? You do you the solo, yeah. <laughs> uh, which was a nice way to approach it. For a fuzz rock album, it's veered dangerously close to Vivian Stanshaw, the Bombs yes. of Dog Duda band, Roxy yeah, yeah, Music. Yeah. It's got very, very arty very quickly. I mean, that's how it's <laughs> meant to be, honestly, because it would just be way too boring otherwise. Yeah, because the, the songs lack any and all content. They really do. They really do. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I listening back to the songs I mean, as we're doing and things like that, they're incredibly easy to learn, and that, that's fantastic. But I, myself and Evan Ross would be writing songs that as well. We'd, we'd be very jealous of how simple they can be and still work as songs. Mm. I couldn't... I couldn't. It's harder it. to do. It's incredibly hard to do, so you, you have that down. And I think it's like the limitations of what you actually know, your, your technical ability. Yeah. And this is me saying this. Your technical ability wouldn't be great in terms of like your knowledge of chords. And yeah. That. Like the, the fact that myself and Evan, I mean, you constantly reaffirmed to everyone that we know that we know nothing about recording. Mm. We know very, very little. But I noticed yesterday I was saying, Ev, will you use the AKG or the SF57? And you went... I think 57. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Which one has more body? Yeah. Yeah. Which one's omnidirectional? Yeah. Which again sounds like we know what we're talking about. I've just heard people say that mm. yeah. and said I should probably say it now while we do this. Yeah. Bandy around phrases like there's just so much mid. <laughs> or you turn the speaker, you turn it to start playing the track and it's just mid coming at you. It's like, what the fuck? We're going to have to play music for a little bit longer to get better at lying with jargon. You know, yeah, like. I mean, you asked me what key a song was in. I was like, how do I find out? I don't know. But uh, Pete's answer, to be fair, was the first uh, note you play, which isn't right. Really? That's wrong. Isn't it? It no, is right. Well, it's, 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 apparently, it's we're wrong it's, about it's, that. It's how many? It's, it's meant to be how many flats and, and sharps are in. The what instrument do you play in the band? Yeah, isn't it? You sing. Ah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, damn right. What's your man's name from Foxygen? Sam France. Yeah, he loves my fucking production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I say anything about your production? Hmm. Full blown attack happening right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, another step forward for Bedrock has been the fact Ross very kindly went out and bought a whiteboard. And again, yes. anyone who's been in the studio knows that it, it ain't going to matter about the interface, what <laughs> kit you've got, what mics you've got, what amps. I mean, a damn. Thang If you haven't got a whiteboard To scratch the tracks off of Yeah The album yeah, As I say we're halfway through We've two days left And uh, we've done more We've done weird things In these tracks That we would never think Of doing on our own tracks mm. Just because it just Wouldn't occur to us to do yeah, it Whereas yeah. like, because there's Like a no holds barred Approach to li Literally anything Like you, you were saying yesterday you, you always go too far That's my Yeah Creed <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good way to work Very dope very dope. Very dope. That has become the catchphrase Courtesy of Drake Bell as well <laughs> One Two Three Very, Very dope, dope. Fantastic. Do we, should we just kick into the sections? Sure. But the first one is nothing to do with anyone else here except for me. This is work farce. Narcissistic. 
I'm not even going to dignify that narcissistic <laughs> accusation with a response. Yes, this is... <laughs> but I feel like this it isn't really narcissistic no, for me to look at the section because no. this is about me going, look at, how, look, at how, look at how bad I am at this. No, I, I wasn't saying the section was it. Just the, 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 the little bit before you said the, what the section was called was. But See, if you were me, I'd listen to you. Mm. But you're not, <laughs> yeah. so I won't. Oh, yeah. uh, work farce is where I talk about silly things that I do at work. Uh, in Dunn's, Dunn stores, obviously, uh, yes. the worldwide brand that's definitely in America. Oh yeah, all over the place. I mean, every single corner is the Dunn's now. You can't walk one block without seeing it done. I'm done with it. Oh great, very pun stores of you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, in Dunn's, okay, so there's a bit, before we go back to the back warehouse, there's a long steel corridor uh, that has corrugated iron on the sides and sort of like re-bumpy steel on the floor. Uh, that's that's how you sign it. If you, if you were to walk on the floor and describe the floor, you would say, this is a bumpy floor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, and the bakery as well has, that's very clever of you to fucking position that on the cushion yeah so for the listeners at home or wherever you are i'm actually kind of lying down in a kind of a come hither kind of way (laughs) maybe and i've got the microphone on a cushion which means i can just talk into it and rest my head on my hand so yeah so in in this long corridor uh, the bakery has these long uh steel sort of frames that they put trays into and bring out scones Uh, oh sorry um scones they have them in america (laughs) yes yes we have scones uh and other various uh goodies like uh French tarts are they a thing? I don't know. <laughs> French tart. French tart. Apple tart. Is apple a thing. tart. Apple tart. I mean, like uh, Danish and that sort of Pomme de terre tart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pomme de tart. That's what they call me. <laughs> uh, and then, like, so you've got your scones, uh, pomme de tarts. Uh, what else do bakers make? Bread. And Danish like, pastries, Cornish pastries. Buns. <laughs> so anyway, so they bring them along, but because these trays are like loose in the in the stacked shelf thing, they mm. rattle like absolute fuck on the corridor as they're going running along the street because it's all steel all just reverberating and the echo is fucking huge and so as you're walking down it's always good to get out of someone's way as they're coming by with that so I was walking along and heard this like deafening deafening shrill sound of steel clattering on steel in a steel corridor so as I was coming forward I like stepped out of the way uh, and let the person go past and as they did I saw them go like thank you to be heard you have to speak really loud because obviously the noise was great they immediately stopped as I went no bother (laughs) (laughs) And they just like fucking jumped at the volume which I'd just spoken to them at, right? And I thought, oh, I didn't get away with that. Oh, God. And then I thought, ah, no, they understand. They understand. They're obviously walking by and then stopped just as yeah, I responded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody would do the same. I turned the corner, I was walking past the bakery door as I heard one of them say to the other, the woman that I'd screamed at, I heard her say, yeah, he just fucking screamed at me. Oh, no. I felt horrible. I haven't spoken to her since. I haven't been in work since as well. That's another thing. I was really looking forward to doing this album. Uh, and I was like, can't wait to get into it and all that sort of stuff. But I'd love to get ready for it as well. So this, I, this is my week's holidays. It's my first week off since the 16th of September, since I started work. And I was like, cool. Wow. I booked it around this week to do this. Oh. But then I, I had two days before Jesus came over. I was like, right, I have so much to get ready. I've got to get an issue of Cro-Magnon done. I have to like, prep this episode. After like get the room ready with the lads. Oh, but there is everything to do and 48 hours to do it in. I spent an hour watching Tony Hawk do a lesson <laughs> on how to drop in on a vert. Ah. <laughs> Which is where you start at the top yeah, of the ramp yeah. and go down into it. I went, wow, well, at least I know that now. You never know when you need that, yeah. What was the point of that? That could come in very handy on the album. Thankfully, that concludes work first. There's only one embarrassing thing I did today, <laughs> this week at work. You could say that. What's the prize? I'm going to go your permanent record. Hello, Harvard, yo. Where's this from? Felix. It's from School of Rock. The reason any of us are in a band. Uh, I So, in the history of the band so far, we've met a lot of cool people. I thought we would come across Jack Black at some point. Mm. Oh, we have seen Jack Black in the flesh at a hotel that we were in at. In Austin, yeah. We didn't oh, no say way. anything to him. He's was he in big beard form? Or yes, was he in pre-evolution? Beard and grayish hair. Like uncovered grey hairs. Final evolution, Jack Black. Yeah. This maybe he's like Blastoise. Because I feel like, okay, so when he's in, when he's a never ending story, he's very much Squirtle Jack Black. Uh-huh. Yeah. When he's in, what's that rom com that he did in Nowhere with like Jude Law? Oh, um. With Jude Law. It has the girl you hate, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Oh. You hate Cameron Diaz. Yes, I hate Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Princess Fiona. I, I don't hate her as Princess Fiona, but I hate. Her as a person. I'm not a fan of her. She was yeah. in that bad teacher film and that looked oh, fucking yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just feel like she's made some really bad choices. Terrible films. Uh, but he's in a film with her, a really weird rom where he, yeah. plays, he plays it straight. I do. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking I don't know, about. Is it called? It's not Cabin in the Woods. It's a horror film. No, it's like, <laughs> it's not the holiday. It's something like the holiday, right? It, it is the holiday. It is the holiday. Is it the holiday? It is the holiday. Okay. That's him 
like War Turtle. Yeah. yeah. And then Jablinski Games is him full on Blast Toys, yes. Mega Evolution, Dynamax, yeah. all that stuff. Where are we putting Gulliver's Travels on this? That's oh. I'd say that's like 32, level 32, just pre-evolution. Yeah. He's, like, he's getting useless in his current form yeah. and it's just dithering. Uh, given the Who, the Kennedy Center honours? That's that's him appearing in the wild as a shiny. That's yeah. amazing. He does this thing for the Who. <laughs> that is what that the, is. The Kennedy Center honors where he honors the Who. And again, Jack Black is a massive Who fan, which I didn't realize until a few years ago. I didn't know that. And it yeah. makes me love him even more. Mm. Yeah. Great moment where he says, "When I was a young boy, I fell in love with the Who," and the crowd goes mad. And he says, "You too, huh?" <laughs> yeah. And it is a really touching, touching wow. tribute. Davy Riley, who I was in the play with recently. Oh, for anyone else who was listening, uh, my play happened. Yeah, it's and been it was and good gone. Fun. The you, you, Evan and Ross came to see us. We attended. We were beaming with pride and ecstatic at the glowing success that it was extremely yeah. good you watched me freeze as well we did I'd, <laughs> you yeah. did dry yeah and they call it in the industry cacking it yeah I, I don't think I, I I think I held my breath for the whole pause Oh, yeah. uh, so did I I was and I was standing there going the line isn't coming to me I am Walt Disney. I have frozen solid. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot do it. It could be interpreted as, as artsy. The bit where I kept clenching both my fists going, um, <laughs> was definitely part of the character's inner monologue, yeah. The character was very nervous, I thought. <laughs> I liked uh, that choice you took to take the character into like a really manic, nervous place. Yeah. Forgetful kind of thing. Yeah. But... <laughs> Davey who directed us uh, we were having a name dropping competition one of the days and he told me that he met Jack Black in the ILAC Centre in the ILAC Centre the ILAC Centre I don't think Jack Black has been near Jervis Street (laughs) but Davey really went up to him and said Jack sorry I don't mean to bother you I love School of Rock Mm. and Jack went I wasn't in that film (laughs) I I was like oh that's funny he goes no no he generally went I wasn't in that film and Davey went School of Rock and then Jack went oh yeah sorry no yeah I was sorry he didn't do it in a, I wasn't in that. Obviously, I am. He genuinely just had a weird moment where he... Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Didn't understand him saying School of Rock in an Irish accent, maybe? Yeah. Jack, I love your friend School of Rock. Like, ask, like, be like, what? Not like, I wasn't in that. I'm kind of worried yeah. about Jack Black now. Yeah. Jack Black is early onset of Alzheimer's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, was, he was never early on set of School of Rock if you watched behind the scenes footage. Oh. <laughs> the only time you were ever early on set was... <laughs> bit of housekeeping before that as well uh, in the last episode we put up we filmed our work farces and put them up online and said hey our, our, in, in, um, our fuzz boxes our fuzz box what did I say work farces oh we didn't film them thank god <laughs> <laughs> yeah we filmed ourselves doing our fuzz boxes the last time uh, put them up on our Zen Arcade Instagram page and said hey guess these songs in a bid to encourage audience mm-hmm. engagement which I don't want to say is lacking <laughs> in that there's none but I put them up online and said Here's the riffs, guess the riffs. I spent some time editing them, getting the audio synced, all that sort of stuff so people could try and guess the riffs. And I thought it'd be fun, people going, is it, is it Agadoo? Is it, does your mother know? Is it, what is it, what is that song? <laughs> is it Black Lace? Is it Panic at Disco? What the fuck is it? Yeah, so I put up Sick of Voting, Course Not. Guess our three mangled and bit-crushed intros from the latest Nevermind the Fuzzbox segment featured exclusively in the Higher Fidelity podcast. Uh, comment below and find out the answers next Tuesday. Very clear. Yeah. Very clear what I want from the people who watch yeah. this video. Yeah. So this is what we got back. Any new music in the pipeline? Oh, <laughs> right? not what we asked. That's not a song. I'm shy at Nevermind the Fuzzbox, but I'm so glad I get to actually see you all squatting by the microphone. I think that's a follow-up by song, and that's incorrect. No. Mm. Uh, <laughs> another, another really weird guess. Uh, missed you guys so much. It was mine and my friend's tradition each year to see you perform at least once. Hope you're all doing ace. It looks like it from this video. I don't know if they're guessing all three or just one. <laughs> I, def- I, I didn't do any of them anyway. So freaking happy you guys are back. It was Blues Are Still Blue by Bell and Sebastian. That was, a, that was a previous week. And then someone else commented, yucky. Oh, wow. Which we didn't do that, and that's, it's no. yummy. Yeah. Girl, you got that yucky, yeah, yucky, yucky. <laughs> what I learned from this is that uh, everyone on the internet is either illiterate or doesn't <laughs> care. Six of one half does the other, I reckon. <laughs> you said that phrase earlier on today. I feel like it's a, yeah. is it your yeah, phrase of the week, it. is it? It's a really funny phrase. It's a good phrase. And we're going to kick it into some all y'all transatlantic flavour now with <laughs> Felix who's going to introduce it oh. I also think that we had our first y'all on the con- I was going to say oh. we're going to welcome all y'all to the lenses but I didn't and then you said y'all peace be with y'all peace and with y'all so with you <laughs> <laughs> please introduce us to Sonic Seconds alright hey <laughs> we're here for Sonic Seconds right now which is uh, where we play a few seconds of a song that really make the song for us right that's the general idea you are here on KCRW with the voice of the south <laughs> Felix I don't know what your middle name is Lens my middle name is Felix
This is Sonic Seconds. A bit more zest than that. Come on. All right. Up next, Whoa, we've you're got... S- practically <laughs> screaming at the mic. I heard zest. I heard zest, and then I couldn't hear anything because you okay. deafened me. Here's Sonic Seconds. Oh, that was lovely. I feel like we should let the guests go first. No. Should we? <laughs> should we, though? Guests go last on this show. Evan, yeah. you go first. No, I don't care. Go first. I just said you can go first. If you don't care, you oh, can go first. first. You can go first. Well, my Sonic Second uh, comes from Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band. Mm. So if there's any CB and HMB fans out there, Diddy Wah Diddy is up on Spotify. I repeat, Diddy Wah Diddy <laughs> is up on Spotify. This is not a drilly wah drilly. I guess there is a god. Yeah, there is now, but I'm not gonna pick from that because that'd be obvious. Captain Beefheart, pretty cool dude, does lots of crazy, freaky avant-garde music and a lot of kind of kick-ass, rocking out garage blues stuff as well. And this is kind of more on the the latter side of things. Uh, on his first album, a song called Zigzag Wanderer, and got some hefty bass mm. action. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that, lovely. That's really yeah. cool. Brilliant, brilliant Very bass. Nice. Uh, farty bass. <laughs> really farty. Farty, uh, and I like it. Much more listenable than Replica Trout Mask. Yes. Although, yeah, oh, you mean I can appreciate Trout Mask Replica. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't see the comma in there, but it <laughs> was in there. Oh, you, you were doing like the, the Latin then. Conventional by Captain Beefheart standards. Mm side of his career on his first album our mate Sam you know who you are Sam he showed the TG yeah show really really Flatman cool. bass can't beat it yeah me please yeah okay uh, mine is as Ev said obvious earlier on mine's from the Beatles really yeah have we had the Beatles on yet oh, we have you you had uh, the middle bit of good morning good morning oh it is yeah. I'm more basic I did it first mine is the end of Wow. That's that's the score of the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think it's absolutely mad. I heard it on the radio the other day and I went, holy jeez, I forgot about that book. Wow. Uh, for the listeners at home, I obviously know. What track is on? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kite. Oh, being for the benefit of. Yes. Everyone needs to get the Ex- title track. Sorry. <laughs> being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Who has that in their house? Someone has a copy of that. A copy of the poster. Is yeah. it? Is it Chris? Or somebody does have it. We did well, see I mean, it. We saw, no, we saw the poster in... in, in Something like the Lego shop in London or something. We did see it in a, in the Beatles shop in Liverpool. Oh. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the Lego Beatles shop? Oh yeah, maybe it is. Like Lego Beatles for the PlayStation 2? Imagine. That's not a Beatles song. Uh, yeah, so that was Ross Sonic Seconds. Yeah, fair play, Ross. Okay, mine comes from, in the spirit of Huey Lewis's uh, vocal faux pas, his faux pas. Oh! Vopa. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, wow. That should be a new section. Vopa. Your favorite flubs. Oh, um, that's very good. That's yeah. very, very good. I think we should do that. The jingle's going to be a mess for that yeah. one. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Huey Lewis getting the lyrics wrong. Should we all do it? It's getting the lyrics wrong. Oh, yes. Power of Love. Yeah. So we've got The Power of Love is a curious thing. Be that weep. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, 2014 uh, at the Grand Theatre in Phoenix, I think he says at the end of the clip. Very silly. But this comes from Jerry Lewis. Uh, it's him doing Jerry high school. Jerry Lee Lewis. No, this is the comedian Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> this is a line from King of Comedy where he just fucks it up. Uh, this is Jerry Lee Lewis. The killer. Himself. The killer. Who is a killer? The statutory rapist. Same. Oh, Sam. You too? <laughs> no, I mean, I feel that way about him too. <laughs> Jerry Lewis is funny. Yeah, the King of Comedy is a good film. He's yeah. in that. Uh, so this is Jerry Lee Lewis uh, doing High School Confidential live at the Star Club in Hamburg, Germany in 1964, backed by... The, the Nashville, Nashville teens. teens. Google, Google. I was born. Bum, bum, in a bone. Bum, bum. Mama died and bum, my daddy bum. got drunk. Bum, bum. Left me here to bum, bum. die alone. Bum, bum. In the middle of tobacco road. I, I went too low at the start there. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lewis is back for the Nashville teens and is in the middle of high school confidential and just after the solo he takes into what should be the first vo pas it goes on for like <laughs> six more syllables than you think he, it should he, like, I think he's trying to say come on baby let me give you the good news yeah and that's how he renders it but see the thing is had he just done the first like two seconds of the you he got away with that but yeah. he keeps going he commits yeah. he commits and rolls hard into the booda baboos absolutely <laughs> he got stuck gonna gonna say that Live at the Star Club Jerry Lewis album is in the top three maybe live albums of I all think time so. and one of the few worthwhile albums ever made as well I, <laughs> I, so I would say Live at Leeds yeah that 
Yeah. Stripes live in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easily, easily. No, it's a terrible uh, live album. It absolutely. God it, help it, the buyers. The cover was so bad of that as well. And now it's time for our guests to show us their sonic seconds. Okay, so this is probably the first and only time. I feel like it's safe to say it's the first and only time Bjork will be mentioned on this podcast. Oh, okay, nice. I <laughs> but, um, don't count on it. This is a Sonic Seconds that I have loved since I was a very small child. It's from her song Isabel, and it goes into like a kind of orchestral moment here. And it's very different for the song, but it just kind of comes out of nowhere and very then cool, it carries yeah. you away. No, I'm. I, this is the thing where like there's so many people who I'm on board with. Yeah. I just haven't got around to listening. No, to it. And I'm I, same. I am very I'm on board with Bjork. I've listened to boat. I've listened to some of the Sugar Cube stuff. Oh yeah, and that they're very cool. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't got around to Bjork. Yeah, uh, again, she's I got like, a lot of stuff. She's someone who's going to be dogged always by that airport video of her clattering the head. So of that that's woman. one of my favorite moments <laughs> in <laughs> if, history. If it was if it was Sonic, if it was visual seconds, yeah, that'd be yeah. The that's one. it. That's it when my she, visual. Is it when she pulls her hair? Uh, yeah, it's the whole moment. It's like. It's inspiring to me as someone who has been a pushover for a long time. Okay. <laughs> Felix, you're six foot four. I know. It's it's hard to push me over, but I let people push me over anyway. Oh. So Fair play. that's great. Yeah, very good sonic seconds. Very different as well. I feel like we cycle through the same like six people. Yeah. <laughs> I hear a lot. The guest element's gonna throw up some interesting things. After you're yeah. you're quite quiet there if you want to be guest element's gonna throw up some pretty interesting <laughs> sonic seconds, I think. <laughs> We're still getting used to the distance here, folks. I'm kind of adjusting as we go. So I'm managing to present and produce at the exact same time. If you wanna clap I don't want to. Fantastic. A jack of all trades. Ejaculate of all trades. Sloan, <laughs> let's let's move on. My Sonic Seconds <laughs> comes from Elvis's 1970 release, Edge of Reality. This is Presley. Yeah. Elvis Presley. Because when we say Elvis here, we automatically go default Costello. True, I go mm. with the king. The one and only Elvis. <laughs> the one and only Elvis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I appreciate all Elvises, but uh, Elvis Presley is uh, the one and only in my heart. Okay. This moment, well, this whole song really, I just love. But um, in this moment, there's kind of this unexpected horn section that transitions you into a new uh, dimension. Very cool. That yes. is cool. That is <laughs> taking care of business. Vastly different Sonic seconds. We covered a lot of decades in those Sonics. No, we didn't. We covered the 60s and 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and 90s. <laughs> 90s. Oh, yeah. Head of the yeah. 90s. That was Bjork. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, cool. That was Sonic seconds. Got it in one. I need to take a toilet break. Why did I say that in the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Sonic seconds. Yeah. First guest intro and outro. Hey. Bula Bus Felix. That's it. Irish oh. for a round of applause. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> my humbugle. What is Irish for thank you? Gormahagat. Gormahagat. A valiant effort, but massively insensitive. <laughs> and Sloane, it's now your turn to introduce this action, so why don't you give us... Do what you feel like, man. Okay. It's called, what is the full... Never mind the Fuzzbox. Okay. <laughs> Next up is Never Mind the Fuzzbox. Bit of attitude. <laughs> Sassy. In teams of two, I think. Yeah, again, a world first. Uh, this is this isn't due to this isn't a creative decision. It's just uh, a technical limitation requires that we have two people do this. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a group fuzz box. Yeah. So we'll um, we'll each sing a portion of a song into the fuzz box and make everyone guess what it is. Couldn't have said it better myself. I might have, but I've said it before. <laughs> myself and myself, should we go? Yes, let's go. As is true to form, we are going to crouch. Right. You ready? Yep. Yeah. You remember this? Yep. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. One, two, one, two, three, four. Hmm. Um, I think I know it. <laughs> you think you know it, you said? What yeah. song was that? I think it's um, So Little Time. Yes. I have no so idea what it was. So Little Time, so much to do. You just don't remember... The Mary Kate Nashie TV show So Little Time, no? I do, actually. That's the theme song. Is it? Brackets theme from So Little Time. So little time, so much to do. I'd rather spend my days with 
I haven't watched that since I was five years old. You had the dolls. If that you had the dolls. Yeah. <laughs> that shows my allegiance. The that song also appears in Winning London, a film ah. they were in pre the show. So obviously, whatever producer saw it was like they can move really well yeah. to so little time. Like, that's a in. brilliant song. Weirdly, we actually saw Mary Kay and Ashley. The same place we saw. Same Jack place Black. we saw Jack Black. Different day, same yeah. hotel in Austin. Yeah. So it's a magical portal. They're so of, small. They're so small. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. but is it because you're so tall? No. no. They're like officially small. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Okay. Who wants to go next? What what pairs up next? Let should we let the guests go. We might as well. Yeah. Okay. Unless- another podcast first. We've got our first ever guest fuzzbox, and they're going to do it right now. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. I've got it, I think. I have oh, it. It's slightly familiar. I know I just said I haven't got a clue, but it is slightly familiar. <laughs> bam, ba, da, bam, bam. No. No, I don't have it. Girlfriend by Ty Siegel. Correct. Well, of course, Ev was going to get You're that one. You're appealing to a very Correct. small minority. I did too, American Nash, to be fair. I thought I was appealing to the room there. I thought everyone was going to be going, oh. like, cl- fighting to say <laughs> so little time by our camera from the American Ashley <laughs> oh, TV show. I need to refresh. I need to, yeah. But it's, like, this is the thing, though. Something that doesn't leave your body. Yeah. That info, that, that, that song has stayed with me. Honestly, it was so that long was ago. formative years. It for was us. on VHS, and we got it from the library. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> You right. know what I've just noticed is we don't have enough headphones for me to do on it for the fuzz. Oh, uh, so someone's gonna have to say to that. I'll just do it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck okay. Up. I'd love to perform with you. Yeah. I've never actually done that before. I've never played with you before. <laughs> was that the first fuzz box with an American accent? <gasps> it was. It was. Wow. Pete and Ross, take it away. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four. Oh shit! Oh, what's my? <laughs> I think I've got this one too. I've got this in the bag, I believe. Yeah, I, 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 I completely lost track of what we were doing. <laughs> so, have you think you think yeah. you got it? Is it fair to say that was the intro to Dave Edmonds' cover of the Everly Brothers version of the Ray Charles song "Leave My Woman Alone"? Not, not completely correct there. Wow, the Everly Brothers version of the Ray Charles song "Leave My Woman Alone." <laughs> you did, the, you overanswered. I showed it off. Yeah, <laughs> and it backfired. Yeah, it really but it was it was the Everly Brothers version of the yeah. Richard. Yeah, well, I got it right then. What? I have a question: Do you win if the people guess, or if they don't guess? What are you aiming? The for? concept of victory in this section is very specious, l- loose. Okay, uh, <laughs> everyone's a winner. We haven't figured it out yet. If you guess it correctly, does that mean the person did a bad job, or did you just pick yeah. too easy a song? I think the idea is to stump people. In my head, the idea is to stump people, and the person who is guessing is doing well. But we've also got no tally or no marking system or. <laughs> Well, we're, very, we're very committed to our judicial process yeah. here. And I, like, I just guess two of them, and then, but there's no consequences. Yeah, but I would say you're the worst at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't look. It's literally okay. So we're getting bogged down in the details. It's a bit of fun. Fuck victory. That was never mind the fuzz box. Again, bit of two. Love it. <laughs> never mind the fuzz box. You threw it in. Yeah. The fuzz box. Right, Ev, lead us in. Second best. Uh, can I ixnay any Ickelson-nade <laughs> ochre J intro? Well, funny you should say that because winged freak <laughs> terrorizes. Wait, like, get a load of me. This is second best. Second best, forget the rest. It's the second best lines we're trying to find. The Hollies are out working for the FBI. No one's gonna chop it, but we're gonna try. That, that- that was Jack Nicholson again, wasn't it? It was, that was, that yeah. was another Jack Nicholson joke. Railed against the system. You, you try me. and fence me in, this is what happens. Yeah, second best. So this is the section of the podcast where uh, we pick the best second lines of a song that we know. Lots of songs are known for their famous lines. These ones, though, specifically have to be the second line because often, uh, oftentimes the first line is more memorable, but there's some gems hidden somewhere in the second lines of songs isn't there Pete it's it's a craft getting a, a good second line in a song they've, they, they, they absolutely bust their load on the first line and then just dribble for the second line yeah a disgusting analogy but one I think is very <laughs> correct um, 
Yeah, I find I find this one very difficult to find. But this one is just for the rhyme. It's in The Ballad of Bonnie and Clyde mm. by Georgie Fame and the Blue Flames. And it's Bonnie and Clyde began their evil doing one lazy afternoon. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> playful. Yes. Fun. 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 That's, re- <laughs> that's really fun. Not the rest of the song, yeah. though. <laughs> no, I like That's a good track. Good track that I, I know is a favourite of yours. It is, yeah. Okay, yeah. Very good. You, you, you like that? Yes, it's good. Brilliant. Uh, my second best comes from the real Elvis. Oh, yes. <laughs> Costello. Okay. Declan Patrick. Aloysius. Macam Anus. <laughs> Uh, it's part of the thing that Elvis Costello has the word anus in his in his, <laughs> in his real in his <laughs> real name. name. He, he also does. he also has the name Aloysius. He can try and be cool name. all he likes. Okay, and then we know we know of Elvis's uh, misdoings in the past in terms of yes. his what he said mm-hmm. about about a certain oh, piano player. You know about that? I don't. So, okay, he, I don't. He, he called someone the, the worst word <gasps> when yeah. he was drunk. When he was drunk. He had an argument. That's not an excuse, wow. Evan. I'm, I'm, sick, I'm sick of you defending Costello <laughs> when it comes to the N-word. <laughs> Him and the band got drunk at Holiday Inn. I think they ended up in a heated argument with Stephen Stills. And he started saying about how all American music was rubbish and started calling everybody, all the Ameri- all American people, every name under the sun. And when he got to Ray Charles, <laughs> he, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I bring that up because we've established that Anus is in his name. Declan Patrick McMahon Clan Oh <laughs> wow Oh Clan's no. in the name Conspiracy oh, no. How did we not know How did we not see But He did write a song Called Man at a Time Which is a brilliant yes. Brilliant track Familiar. And the second line mm. is In a private detective Overcoat And dirty dead man's shoes mm. And now such is Costello's command Of the English language That when you hear the line Private detective's overcoat And dirty dead man's shoes you immediately get this vividly strong image of a man in a private detective's overcoat <laughs> and dirty dead man's shoes. Very descriptive. It's amazing. I cannot oh, believe it. Clear as day. Visceral. When I was eight, I was mad into the program Max Steel, mm. a very yeah. early computer-generated TV show about a man who could just do anything. And uh, he says the word visceral one time, but he reads it off a piece of paper. And before he said the word visceral, I read it as visceral. Mm. And I thought, that'd be a fucking amazing name for a villain. Oh, visceral in terms of like I think Star Trek: The Next Generation could have mm. like visceral <laughs> yeah, 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 if, they, if they had to fucking pull their finger yeah, out. I used to think posthumous was pronounced posthumous, <laughs> as in after you've consumed a lot of hummus. Yeah, <laughs> I used to just not know how the fuck to say pseudonym. Oh, really? Yeah. The worst one I had was uh, I remember reading a small book about ast- about uh, astronomy. Astronomy is the real science, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Shade. Uh, but I was reading a book about astronomy and about telescopes and things like that, and it was talking about how some planets were visible even within, even from the naked eye. But I read it as knacked. Uh. So I was like, even if your eyes and bits, you'll still see, you'll still see Jupiter <laughs> sometimes. Well, I, I read a Spider-Man comic one time where it said, "Don't try and denny it." I thought it said, "I thought deny uh. was denny for when well, I was about seven. Brilliant. Uh, okay, that was my second best. So my second best is really stupidly simple. It's um from a Delta Five song called "Mind Your Own Business," and the the lyric is, "Can I lick the crumbs from your table?" And oh. it's said in a very sarcastic way, and the whole song is about wanting to be left alone. I like it. Is is it just the thing of like licking crumbs? The sort of the the image. Well, of it's that, like, like the... uh, it's like, can I have a taste of your ice cream? Can I lick the crumbs from your table? Can I interfere in your crisis? No. Mind your own business. That's like the whole song. Ah, okay, great. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. I came across a band yesterday called Le Sexorinos. Nice. Oh. Like a 50s Spanish rock band. They're very much like, you know, their songs are all, leave me alone. Yeah. Please, can I be by myself? Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah, what was the band called? Delta 5. Delta 5, See, yes. I've, co- I've come across a few numbered bands really like Delta 5. Galaxy mm. 500. Mm. Yeah. A very good band. Mm. Shed 7. <laughs> Sloan, give us your beck and zest. My... Second best is from the White Stripes, of course. 2003 um, track, A Ball and a Biscuit. The second line is, um, but it's a fact that I'm the seventh son, which I just love because it's like, I don't know, I just love the whole mythos around the White Stripes. The first line is like, I may be your third man, but it's a fact that I'm the seventh son. I don't know. I just love Jack White's whole thing with numbers. And, like, he is the seventh son also, which is, Is like, yeah, he is the seventh son in his family. So he has, like, magical powers, according to, you know, the the legend or whatever. He's not the seventh son of a seventh son, right? That's true. His his seventh son will. will Right. He's got a way to go with that. I just think it's a cool line. And it's very, like, no matter what, like, this is the one thing that's true in this whole mythos. I have, I think I have an uncle. 
who's a fifth son of a fifth son, and he thinks that's something, <laughs> and, and it's not. Like, I'm the second son of a second son. Oh. What, what do I get? Yeah. First son of a fourth son, what happens? That's what I am. <laughs> you get you, and no one wants that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That wasn't even funny. That was just needlessly mean. <laughs> Give us your second best, Dev, now, now that you're happy. Now that you've built me up. My second best, funnily enough, were back on Elvis time. PRC. Sort of back on the first Elvis time, in a way, in that he sang this song. But it's not... An overly associated song with that okay. we did cover it uh, and it's from The Promised Land the Chuck Berry song oh, nice. uh, which I'm going to say is probably one of my favourite songs of all time it's you've said that for a while now. a long you've time really stuck to well it. I've decided I've decided I think that my three favourite songs of all time are uh, I Am The Walrus The Promised Land and Juju Man Juju Man really okay, yeah. that's, a, that's a new entry I've known I Am The Walrus for a while has been like but I've thought about it long and hard I think I think Juju Man is the, the third one when I think about the amount of time I spend thinking about that song <laughs> the fact that that's taken off Spotify Dave Evans version is off Spotify must really really annoy you yeah yeah it's a fucking disgrace get on to Michael Spotify and ask him I will absolutely and, uh, Eamon is his brother I think yeah Promised Land uh, one of my favourite songs of all time and possibly favourite lyric of all time maybe just because it's all uh, the way you can make fucking American Towns into a cool song and the way that you can't really make Towns anywhere else the exception of Dream would be great in a song the exception <laughs> of uh, Go Motoring on the A13 we all know by Billy Bragg of course yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just called A13 yeah literally Chuck Berry wrote the song uh, in prison <laughs> and uh, he went to the prison library and plotted out the journey from uh, plotted out his escape yeah from Norfolk Virginia to LA plotted out the journey and made a song out of it what's and the line so the second line of the song is we straddled that greyhound and rode him into rally and on across Caroline. I think it's really cool. Mm. Greyhound bus, of course. I was Not imagining the dog. the dog. Yeah, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was very impressed. So that's everyone's second best, is it? Yeah. It is, yeah. This is guilty hatreds, succinct to the point. That's why we're friends. As always. Guilty Hatreds where we talk about bands we feel bad about not liking you get to be negative but it's a positive slant you, you you want to you want to like them but you just can't again as I said I asked just to be as disputatious as possible because this is the point of this you have to give it a bit more of, a, of an edge to it I'm not coming for you Sloan okay where is this going <laughs> it's going down I think I know where it's going <laughs> Jack White okay oh wow and okay. it's not, it's not the raconteurs the raconteurs are great the White Stripes <laughs> are, are fine Jack White's solo music disappoints me so much okay. because I know he can do better. I know he can be far better. And the way he it's the way that he goes about everything as well, I am so on board for his like, colour coordination, the numbers thing, the way that he, he obviously really commits to them when he's doing it as well and goes whole hog when he's doing something. And then I just find the results of that in his two solo albums have been very disappointing. Whereas like, the, the videos look amazing. Like uh, the I'm Shaking video is a class music mm-hmm. video. And that that's not bad. But I just remember like 16 saltines things like that. I was, we, had to, we had to review it for the Irish Times and we had to do yeah. that. It was like coming out and we did a review for it. What was your quote? Um, you said something about... Uh, What's the first track? You should know this. I know I should know this. <laughs> this is why we need a research laptop. Yeah. 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 I could have just done my research before I came in. But Blunder was everything about it. Even the cover I thought was cool. All this stuff. And I was yeah. all on board to like it. I don't want to play it. Oh, the last thing I wanted to do was hear it. Yeah, Missing Pieces. I was like, mm. Missing Pieces is a good song. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. Why are you want to do The quote I hilariously said on the article yeah, yeah, uh, was yeah. that Missing Pieces is like, uh, the first track is sort of, you know, turning up to the playground with your parents and you go, brilliant, I'm at the playground. You the playground's outside the window of the car type Yeah, thing. and then 16 Saltines is when you get sick on the roundabout. Mm. Uh, I have that framed in my bedroom. Yeah, I know that. Every <laughs> time I walk in, I go, mm, that's there. And it's, it's huge as well. It was like blown up. Why? I, don't, I have no idea. It's like A2. <laughs> I don't know I, I don't even know where I got it from <laughs> and again as the whole third man thing the, the, the branding that goes along with it his like num- his obsession with the number mm-hmm. three the way he dresses all that stuff and, like the, it should it's all set to be class but it's just the peripherals he gets spot on and the actual main thing that he hangs it off mm-hmm. just don't do it for me yeah I can respect that I the white stripes for me is like number one just like I don't know I feel whenever I listen to like literally any of the songs I just like for whatever reason the tones and things just like like chills up and down my whole body I just like but then like I can understand with some of I feel like that album especially it like touches on a lot of different I feel like maybe with his solo things he was kind of like cool I can experiment with like all these different things and it kind of maybe 
wanders. Where, where would you put it in the Jack White canon? Would you be like, yeah, White Stripes solo stuff, Rack and Terrors, or? Yeah, I would say really? so. Really, you think Rack, Jack White solo stuff's better than Rack and Terrors? Some of it. I mean, I don't know. I like only recently really got into the Rack and Tours, um, which I think I just like didn't really delve. Where do you fall like with the Dead Weather? I haven't listened to any of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how like the White Stripes are like this very specific thing and then like the rocking tours is like this you get like all these different elements of the same person but mm. in all these different ways i don't mm. know yeah, the rocking tours is the more classic rock yeah. band yeah, 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 yeah. Up and all that he's and like yeah. the guitarist in that but it's mm. like the band experience yes. mm. yeah so that's that's my guilty hatred okay mm. that, that went all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get attacked no <laughs> so i don't know if mine will be controversial um it's someone that a lot of people like and respect, but I don't know if anybody in this room cares. But mm-hmm. um, my guilty hatred is Tom Petty. Oh, oh no. That's really interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Sorry. I, I, I Far away. Hit me hard. Please. I don't, I I don't like, hate you. To me, free falling is just... I don't like that. It's a mistake. Yeah, I'll give you yeah, that, yeah, I'm not into it. Yeah, the sound, the vibe, it's not really my thing at all. And I feel like everybody, especially in Austin, when Tom Petty died... It was, and I know everybody does this when people die, but everybody was like, my life is falling apart. Tom Petty died. It won't work for a week. And (laughs) Probably the Southern overexposure to Tom Petty was probably really brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Probably it's fair to say maybe, because obviously I can understand the more like, let's say heartland rock Mm -hmm. element that Tom Petty is credited with being an important element of. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can understand yous that are actually living in the heartland. (laughs) I can understand that being kind of like not as attractive, let's say for us who yeah, live thousands and thousands of miles away from it, real like Americana stuff that you might think maybe is contrived or whatever seems kind of like attractive or fantasy-like to us. Well, and I will say I haven't given a ton of time to Tom Petty. Just based on the things I've heard throughout my life, I've never been super That's into That's going to be yeah. his like posthumous biography is a ton of time with Tom Petty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, again, but like even the Heartland bits would be the bit that I like the least as well. Like, even like, the bits we like though, it's very like America. Mm. You know what I mean, <laughs> but even like uh, even the losers and that there isn't there isn't really like a southern twinge that it's really that mm. that could be that could be abandoned in, out in New York as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, like mm. damn the torpedoes isn't really mm. southern heartland. But I suppose rock, even like, let's say I'm thinking like even the early stuff wise like and this rock and roll is fine. It's all like call up the boss said he was a jerk. Didn't yeah, fair enough, you know what I mean. Enough, it's all yeah, kind of yeah. like woo. It's a general vibe in that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, rock and roll. No fair. <laughs> that, that, that's 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 a very fair guilty hatred. Well, I'm glad I chose one that was controversial. Uh, one of the most intimate moments being Peach shared was <laughs> jewel headphones oh, yeah. listening to tom petty on a plane Aww. and singing along Aww. it was free falling because uh i can i don't because I, w- I would say to pete that i don't like that song and i'd be and i'd be very anti that song mm. and pete would put it on okay to my credit i don't like the production i was having a tender moment <laughs> and yeah. i put it on and me and ross had a jewel headphone adapter we put it on we both sat there and just sat in silence saying nothing until it got to the course and the boat went good night Oh. <laughs> and there's that awful version. Who who does the really bad Oh, John version? Mayer does a version. That? <gasps> that is disgusting. I'm not a Jan- John Mayer person oh, at thank all. Yeah. God, no. if I could if I could put someone in a in a, into a football and then kick it away, <laughs> yeah, I'd be John Mayer. If you listen to his version, well, vomit, you will you, yeah. will you will end up yeah. loving the Tom Petty version. Okay. okay. His version makes Tom Petty's version sound hard. Okay. Sloan, hit us with your uh, hilty gatred. Okay, so I um, <laughs> feel guilty. I don't know where any of y'all stand on this, um, but I'm not really into the Grateful Dead. Mm. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm on board with Andy Garcia. Jerry Garcia. Jer- <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Garcia. That, he, he seems yeah. like a good dude. Yeah. Again, Grateful Dead, I jam bands, I'm not I'm bad not into. into jam bands, mm. and literally I feel like everyone we know is like, the Grateful Dead is everything well, and I'm like oh. yeah, and I, I'm going to interject and say I think living in Austin has fostered some hatreds based on the culture of Austin I just feel like um, a lot of things come with the Grateful Dead aesthetically that I'm not on board with it's very mm-hmm. shaggy and yeah. loose clothing that yeah. it's just like um, like Baja sweaters and like uh, the cheap Tibetan objects that aren't you know like you, bu- <laughs> you, you would buy them at like a smoke shop and it'd be yeah. like yeah that whole like hate Ashbury kind of yeah the inauthentic exactly exactly thankfully we don't have an awful lot of deadites listening Mm. to this that's not really gonna matter yeah Yeah. no one's gonna go i'm switching off they don't like the grateful dead 
I like the I like the idea that fans are called deadheads. That's pretty yeah. cool. Deadheads, like, deadites yeah. are things from Evil Dead. Sorry, yeah, like, deadheads. No, but I like I like the idea, or you can have like yeah, truckers have like fucking mud flaps to say like they're a deadhead or something like that. Like, but then again, I, yeah. I, I, I like I think that's really cool, but I don't really give that much of a shit about the band itself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, fun fact though, John Mayer played with them as well recently. Oh, wow. We all want to kind of kick John Mayer in his saggy, annoying face. Ev, give us your. Uh, I don't have one this week. Oh, you didn't do one. Wow. No. That's fine, Ross. Because uh, of the because of the guestage, we're fine. Mine is um, was mentioned by Ev earlier. It's Roxy Music. Yes, this has become because I got into I kind of was like, oh yeah, Roxy Music is pretty good. In the same arrow where you went, I hate Roxy Music. Yeah. and I don't know. I I genuinely it is a guilty hatred. It is a hatred. It's really a very is. Brian Ferry centric hatred, it is, isn't it's it? It's because of the man. He ruins the whole uh, the whole thing for me. His, his face, his, his face, his movements, he, he, the way he acts, I cannot get on board. Might I say, Ross, your hair was looking very Brian Ferry oh, no. <laughs> from a certain <laughs> angle today. Well, I am getting my hair cut next week. So. Okay. Okay. What's what's the, the track they have that I love? Uh, Sport life. What's the? Oh, street life. Street life. That, yeah, you like, that. you like that song. I, I do like that song. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think I've been bamboozled by Ed before, where he played me track and he goes, "What do you think?" And I go, "I like it." And he goes, "Ah, it's rock music." <laughs> you know? yeah. and, uh, well, Virginia Playing is a classic at single. Yeah. It's yes. one of the classic singles. But it's just I can't watch them more than more okay. Than listen to them, I can't. And am I wrong saying Brian Eno was? Brian Eno was in rock music. music. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong at all. No, yeah. he, he's a bit of an annoying as well, though. I like, I like the idea of the band more than I particularly care about whether I like Brian Ferry or not. Mm. Mm. And I'm not even a big Roxy Music fan either, but it's the kind of band that I like the idea of liking. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, I, like I, 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 I have tried and I want yeah. to, but mm. I can't. Well, a good, good level of, like, I can't believe you've just said that. And, yeah. yeah, no, I agree, they are shit. Nice, that's what we want. We want that level of disparity in our guilty hatreds. And that concludes... You didn't do one, did you? No, you did, you did Jack White. Jack White, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't do one. <laughs> <laughs> Thus concludes guilty hatreds. I feel bad. Yeah, and we're going to finish the show now, our first ever guest episode, uh, with a performance of a track from Lord Friday. I <laughs> Lord Friday the thirteenth, the thirteenth. I did this thing where I go. Every time I go to say your name, I go Lord Friday the thirteenth. I, I love the uh, Lord Friday. I. <laughs> we're going to do a track with us now, and we're going to close the show on that. What do you feel like he's want to do? We might do Big Mac. I think we're going to do Big unless Mac. Unless that is too obvious of a choice. Uh, you are virtually unknown. I don't mean to make. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, it's too obvious number one choice for don't make your position in the music world very known to you. No one knows who you are. Exactly. So, and no, no track is going to exactly. be exactly. Yeah. Yes, this is Ross Farley's Acoustic Corner, but with a slight change, it's the first time that the Acoustic Corner isn't being performed by Ross, so instead it's going to be Ross Farley presents the Acoustic Corner, and we've got him right here to do it. Lord Friday the 13th, everybody. Oh. What a voice. One, two, three. I want a big man. And a side of big fries. I want a big Coca-Cola.
Sloan. He's Felix. And we are the. How do I, how do I know to say this? We have been higher fidelity. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> we're reminding you. Reminding you. Uh, yeah. Okay. And we're reminding you to be rooting, be tooting, be shooting, be scooting, and always be kabooting. But most importantly, be, be, be kind. kind. At the top of your feet, it's the last.